You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He had a Hall of Fame career on the field. Paul Molitor is the first player in the history of baseball to get a triple out of 3,000 hit. And now he's making out the lineup card for his hometown team. I'd like to introduce the 13th manager of the Minnesota Twins, Paul Molitor. This is the Paul Molitor Show. Your chance to hear directly from the manager on the state of your team. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Atterbury and Jack Morris. Well, good morning and welcome to the Paul Molitor Show. Chris Atterbury with you. Jack Morris in studio. Paul Molitor is in studio. You can join us as well. 877-388-9467. Final day of the 2015 regular season. Final edition this year, the Paul Molitor Show. And Paul, I know people usually save this for the end of the last show, but I'm going to start with it. Uh, who knows if we're going to get to the end. Uh, and thank you. I'm just going to start with this well, half hour uh, throughout the course uh, of the season has been fun. Uh, it's been insightful. Uh, you've never shied from any question, no matter how inane, from us or anybody else. And you always manage to, to shed uh, some sort of uh, interesting light on it. So uh, I think on behalf of Jack and the whole group of us here in the studio, we appreciate you being here every week. Well, uh, good morning to everybody. And uh, I, I appreciate that. You know, um, a lot of things have been uh, uh, transitional for me this year in terms of um, learning about different things that uh, managers are presented with, and, and one is a Sunday morning show, and, and you guys helped me uh, kind of get settled into that role. But uh, it's been a lot of fun talking Twins baseball with you guys every Sunday morning. You are one game away from having managed your first full year in the major leagues. Is, it, is the job what you thought it would be? Because there's no way to know until you do it. Uh, there isn't any way to know. I mean, you try to imagine uh, how it's going to unfold and how you're going to going to respond as well as how you're going to feel about, uh, you know, standing up to certain things that managers need to do. Uh, I've enjoyed it. It's, it has been a learning process uh, from everything to the ebb and flow of games and, and, you know, trying to learn how to handle bullpen, which is a challenging thing, I think, for a new manager. Uh, and just personalities, you know, trying to find the right buttons. You don't always push the right ones, but you try. And sometimes it's a one-on-one or a small group or the whole team. Uh, you kind of, you you know, you, you feel your way through a season. I, I think overall, talked about it yesterday, um, it's, it's, been a, it's been a good ride. It's been a good show. Uh, I'm disappointed. It was very emotional yesterday for myself and for a lot of people. Uh, you know, we, I think we, as, a, as a team, we poured ourselves into it. We really tried to fight fight it and get it down to this last day and it didn't happen so you have to deal with that but um, you know that's how we learn and I, I think the young guys having the opportunity to go through this season particularly the last couple of weeks it's invaluable you know you look at that team across the field today they had their growing pains and they had to get close before they got in and and uh, sometimes that's, that's just the way you have to go about it. Paul it brings up a great uh, question I, I think and that is uh, as you oversee this group of young men and you see what you just explained Kansas City Royals Mm -hmm. went through their growing pains do you feel like this group has got the inner makings of a team that is going to be a little bit annoyed by what what has transpired in the last couple days and this offseason will be all about making sure that doesn't happen again Uh, well you know I there's there's two sides to it I I think it will Jack I, I think our young players uh 
you know, uh, we try to get them to understand you can't assume this is something that you, is a guarantee every year to have right. a chance to play. Uh, for the middle guys, you know, you got, you know, Trevor and, and Doge and those people. It was their first chance, really, to, to see what it was like. And then you got Tori and, and Joe and Suzuki's been through it, some of the pitchers, you know, Jepson. Um, they're going to stay the same because they're true professionals anyway. So uh, the other side of it that I mentioned is that every season stands on its own. You know, you try to build momentum. You try to, you know, lay a foundation. You try to trend in the right direction. But it doesn't just happen. You know, there's a there's a concerted effort in the wintertime. Guys got to be accountable when they're not here at the park and they get themselves ready. And hopefully they work on their mental game as well as their physical game. They, they, they reflect and they learn and then they process and then they interject and they come back yes, uh, next year and, and they realize they want to go to the next level. Paul, can you, can you put your finger on one aspect of the game that you feel like your team has to make the most strides in? Well, uh, it's a good question. The, there's, always, there's areas for improvement in, in a lot of parts of our game. Um, I think offensively, um, we talked about earlier this season, I, I'm not one who accepts the strikeout trend in baseball. And uh, I think we have some players uh, understand it more with young guys, and we know the pitching probably as a whole is a little better around baseball in terms of velocity and the amount of pitches you see and not as many at-bats against starters and all those type of things. But I think we can make our point about how that would improve our team offensively in terms of being more consistent if we can find a way to put the ball and play a little bit better. And then, uh, you know, the pitching, um, it's not like we've, we're developing a lot of young guys, grooming them for the rotation next year. We're going to have three veterans most likely starting out, and we got guys like Duffy and Trevor May might be in the equation, Barrio, some people like that. You're not sure how that's going to play out, but I've been pleased with pitching. Um, I think it's been an upgrade, and I think these guys have learned to understand that uh, we need to do better things like hold runners and all those kind of things. But offensively, it was the strikeouts. Uh, pitching, probably just uh, try to keep going in the right direction, a step up as far as how we handle the whole staff. This is the Paul Molitor Show, final edition of 2015. We'll step aside. If you'd like to join us on the other side, it's 877-38-TWINS, 877-388-988. 9467 Ben's in the producer's chair so we are in good hands we'll step aside come back in a moment on your home for Twins Baseball At Quick Trip we're always thinking about what it means to be a neighborhood fresh market that's why we've brought in even more new groceries to keep your day fresh from premium meats to the kinds of veggies, sides, and fresh fruit your family wants, making it easier than ever to enjoy a home-cooked meal all in one place. Right now, Forest to Farmer's Market all-natural boneless chicken breasts are only $3.99. Premium meats at your neighborhood Quick Trip Fresh Market. See you next time. Want to make your home a more comfortable place but don't think you can afford a top-brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solutions for every budget. When you turn to your Carrier expert, they'll show you our full lineup of best-in-class home comfort systems and help you pick the one that best fits into your home budget. From our value-priced comfort series to our top-performing Infinity System, 
At Carrier, we've made excellence more affordable than ever. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Contact the experts at 1-800-CARRIER or carrier.com. This is Dave St. Peter, president of the Minnesota Twins, on behalf of Minnesota Eye Consultants. Minnesota Eye is the preferred ophthalmology group of the Minnesota Twins and is a generous supporter of the Minnesota Twins Community Fund. I had my corrective eye surgery at Minnesota Eye, as have several of our players and support staff. If you have special eye care needs or wish to learn more about vision correction without glasses or contacts, contact Minnesota Eye Consultants. Go to MNEYE.com. For your eyes, do what the Twins do and see Minnesota Eye. The MLB postseason. Get ready for a new chapter in your October diary. 162-game haul, and it's time to leave it all out in the field. But postseason baseball is not just what goes down on a diamond. Postseason baseball is an entire city covered in their team colors. Postseason baseball is watching it go to extras. Postseason baseball is knowing that the commissioner's trophy is somewhere waiting. This is postseason baseball. Postseason begins October 6th. Go to MLB.com slash postseason for a full schedule. This is the Treasure Island Baseball Network. This is the Paul Molitor Show. Chris Atterbury, Jack Morris, and Paul Molitor here in studio. Again, 877-38-TWINS. If you'd like to join us, uh, one final game here today. And uh, last or yesterday, as you mentioned, Paul, pretty emotional as you were, were down to the uh, the last day, the first must win, as you said, before yesterday's right. game. But there's still a game here to play, and there's a game that means a lot to the Kansas City Royals. The American League is an absolute jumble as to who's playing uh, against who and who's flying where, and traveling secretaries are going crazy trying to figure it right. all out. How do you approach today's game in terms of a balance of uh, the, the horses you've ridden hard down the stretch versus young guys and, and all of those things? Well, you're right. Yesterday was uh, the first must win, and... To be honest with you, there was uh, it was a little more challenging trying to rally the troops yesterday because of the deflating loss on Friday night. Uh, we hung in there pretty well. Tommy did great uh, offensively. We couldn't get anything going against Ventura, uh, but we fought to the end. I, I thought I told the guys I said you know getting a tying run up there in the last inning, uh, given everything that had transpired, it, it was impressive to me. Um, you know we fought to the end today. Um, you know, I know that Kansas City's got home field on the, on the line, but I, I've asked a lot of people to play pretty much every game here the past month for the most part. And uh, I, I'm not going to push those people out there today and force them to get ready to uh, just gain a little, uh, you know, acknowledgement from the crowd or whatever. I don't think we need to do that. It's one game. I'm going to give some kids a chance to play, and uh, hopefully we have some fun out there. You want a hint on your lineup? Have you got it made out well, yet? Well, the, the one, to be honest with you guys, the one guy that I, I wanted to see if he wanted to uh, maybe get in it bad or whatever was Tory today. Um, we all know that uh, his situation, 19 years in the big leagues, and there's a little question surrounding his future. I don't think anybody really knows where his heart is. I, I'm not even sure if he does. I, I think it's one of those things you don't want emotion to be your de- decision maker, so you have to kind of maybe take some time. Uh, unless he's already settled in in the back of his mind. But he uh, he doesn't really want that moment today that uh, I'd be more than willing to provide. Um, so he's not going to be in there. As far as the lineup, right now, tentatively, I haven't typed it in yet. Uh, people are coming in a little bit later because of the 2 o'clock start. But I tentatively have, I have Buxton, uh, Robinson, and Kepler in the outfield. I have Nunez, Santana, Escobar, and Vargas in the infield. Uh, and I have Fryer catching, and I have Sano uh, DHing. So you mentioned a name there, Paul, that I, I I think we haven't talked about enough this year, 
and, and we'll talk about this group as a whole and, and how, you know, year to year teams change. It's never the same dynamic within the, the bounds of a clubhouse. But Shane Robinson's a guy you started talking about in spring training as being a pro's pro. And boy, has he ever been that and then some. When you've tapped him on the shoulder, he's never failed to answer the bell. We know he's been dealing with an incredibly difficult situation uh, with his family throughout the course of mm-hmm. the year. That That's a ball player to me, Shane Robinson, in terms of what he does on a daily basis. Well, I, I, we haven't talked about Shane a, a, a whole lot this year, and I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed having him around. All, these, all the things you say about him are true. Uh, I can't imagine... Um, you know, his little daughter Peyton going through what she has this year and his wife having to be in the Boston hospitals most of the summer and dealing with surgeries and all those type of things. And, and he's been a warrior. Um, it's I, I don't know how he's separated trying to be here and do his job with that on his mind, but he, he's done it somehow, some way. I think uh, he's a prayerful guy and he's he's asked uh, asked God for strength and he's gotten through it. Um, he's been uh, he's been great. Uh he got a chance to play a little bit more. Most of it bats. His at bats came in the first half. I haven't played him hardly at all down the stretch. Uh, I want to give him an opportunity to go out there and run around and have some fun there today. Yeah, he uh, is a guy who's earned it. He's been a great part of everything that's gone on here this summer. We need to take a break. When we come back, more with Paul Molitor. It's the Paul Molitor Show on your home for Twins Baseball. don't have a field to play baseball on, they'll find somewhere else to play. Help the Twins Community Fund's Fields for Kids program build and restore fields. Learn what you can do or make a donation at twinscommunityfund.org. The Minnesota Twins Community Fund is supported by Minnesota Twins Cornerstone Partners, Target, U.S. Bank, Treasure Island Resort and Casino, and Delta Airlines. We thank them for supporting youth baseball and softball throughout the upper Midwest and for getting more kids in the game. When Dad needed help getting around, I became his driver. Any daughter would do the same. But soon enough, he needed help doing more things. And it was up to me to be his personal shopper and financial manager, too. And before I knew it, Dad moved in with me. So I became his cook, his personal assistant, his physical therapist, and even his nurse. When I started taking care of Dad, I didn't realize all the roles I'd have to play. But no matter what, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the many roles you play. And to help, we created an online caregiving resource center. At aarp.org caregiving, you can find resources and connect with the caregiving community. Together, we can better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org caregiving to learn more. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Wednesdays are student day at Target Field. Rasmussen College is partnering with the Twins to offer $5 standing room tickets the day of the game. All you have to do is show your student ID. For more information, go to twinsbaseball.com. It's the Paul Molitor Show. Chris Atterbury, Jack Morris, and Paul Molitor in studio as the uh, Twins wrapping up today with the Kansas City Royals. And, Paul, we 
uh, talk a little bit about it. You alluded to uh, what the team might be feeling or what young guys in particular or guys at different stages of their careers um, are thinking about when you get close, when you get close but you're not quite the complete unit ready to compete for championships just yet. You mentioned it early in the year. You went to World Series as a young player. Uh, and then not again for quite a while. Right. So you've got personal experience uh, knowing exactly that uh, that even if it comes uh, early, it doesn't necessarily come often. Uh, you know, the whole idea of opportunity and, and what seasons are going to present you with a chance to be a postseason team, uh, it's just not something that you can rely on or depend on. And if you have an opportunity to do it as a young player, you don't know when it's going to come back around. You're right. For me, I had a... Uh, postseason in 81, 82, a long time ago, and then I had to wait 11 more years. Uh, I was fortunate to get another chance later on in life. But, um, you know, you would like to think that the Twins are going to be a team that are going to be in the mix here for a while. We, we certainly have an, a young nucleus that is very talented, more than capable ability-wise to find its way to be a playoff team. Uh, but you keep, ha- you, you know, you have to keep pushing. I, I, I think that these guys understand that you don't get comfortable. Uh, you don't get comfortable till the last day you have a chance to play. You you keep you know finding ways to stay hungry and push yourself. Uh, there's always more to pull out in, in terms of your knowledge of the game and things that you can improve upon. And then try to make sure we make that impression upon them yesterday. Um, and I think most of them get that. And we'll just have to see how it goes going forward. Paul, after going through this run and and. You know, right down to literally two days before the, the season's over, you guys are still fighting for a chance. Are you now a fan of the second wild card, or is it something that when you look at it all, uh, 500 ball clubs or hoovering around a 500 ball sure. club, giving a, given a chance to make postseason, right. is that something that sits well with you? Well, I, I think it's a good thing for the game. I think Mr. Seelig's uh, creation of the second spot was to include include more teams, to create more interest going down the stretch. And, uh, you know, I think it worked last year. I think it's uh, worked this year. Uh, maybe not the National League so much, but the American League, it's been pretty entertaining. Um, I, I have thought about, you know, if there was only one wild card, how it would have changed the storyline of our team. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it, it, it has significantly. So, um, you know, I think that's a positive. I, I still try to keep our season in perspective. There's a lot of people that like to – you know, throw accolades uh, your way as a team because of the fact you ran into last weekend. But you ha- you have to balance that. Right now we're sitting on 83 wins, I believe. And, uh, you know, you you got to try to find a way to, to get a little better than that to ensure your chances of playing postseason ball. But it, it definitely worked out for us this year. When you talk about uh, a young nucleus and you've got some young players, you've got some middle-aged players, and then you've got some players that are a little bit older. In year one, you're melding all those guys together. Do you feel like... In the same way that a, a player who spends an offseason recovering from injury doesn't get to spend the offseason preparing just for the season to come. They're right. trying to get healthy first. Do you feel this offseason for you will put you in an even better position heading into next year, uh, having A, had a year under your belt, and B, having the full offseason of pure preparation? Well, I, I think it uh... – you know, uh, as a player, you should come back better. Uh, you know, I spent a lot of time last winter uh, going through the process until the decision was made. And then from that point forward, there was a lot of time spent with, you know, shaping a coaching staff and trying to prepare a spring training. Uh, we said all along that our team had a chance to dramatically change in terms of personnel because of the, the young uh, potential influx of players, which did happen. Uh, so, yes, this winter... Uh, you you know, you take a little mental break, but you get ready to put your nose back to the grindstone because 
what Terry's going to decide to do and, and, you know, how it might change this winter. You never know if trades are going to happen or other people come into your organization. Uh, but, you, you you know, you need to spend time in the winter uh, establishing a plan, and I think being able to just focus on that rather than newness uh, of a, a new job last year and all the things that came with it. Paul, uh, I'm not sure if you ever played winter ball. Um, I can't remember off the top of my yeah. head. <laughs> but uh, your thoughts about uh, the importance of that and the players that might be candidates for that uh, as you go through this post uh, Well, quickly, I didn't play. I was I was fortunate, I think, in some ways that I that I didn't have to do that. I, I, I got to the big leagues at a young age, and I had a full season right out of the chute, so I didn't I didn't go down there to try to short, you know, shore up any uh, weaknesses. Um, and but it's changed. We have some of our Latin players that traditionally have played at least to some degree in the winter time, and most of them will probably do that. Um, and you know they they it's just part of their their baseball culture. You know you take some breaks, but you get some at bats in the winter, and they'll come back ready. I haven't given a lot of thought about some of our other guys that maybe it would be beneficial to. I think Terry has done a little bit more homework on that than I have, um, and, and we'll see who ends up getting a little bit more experience throughout the course of the winter. Yeah, we'll talk uh, a little bit more about that with Terry more than likely on Inside Twins a little bit later today with Corey Provis. Take our last break. Come back and wrap things up with manager Paul Molitor on your home for Twins baseball. Looking for a new truck to get around the Northland? Say hello to the 2015 Ford F-150. This truck changes everything. The 2015 F-150 features a body made with an innovative mix of military-grade aluminum alloy and high-strength steel, making it lighter and tougher than ever. Plus, it's loaded with awesome features, perfect for staying safe and comfortable during the coldest winter conditions, like a remote start system, 18-inch wheels, a review camera, and heated front seats. Not to mention it boasts an available EcoBoost engine that gives you the power to get the toughest jobs done along with the fuel efficiency to save big at the pumps. Just a few more reasons Ford F-Series have been the best-selling trucks for 38 years straight. The choice is clear. The people have spoken. Nothing beats an F-150. Come in today and get huge cash back and some of the best lease payments of the year on a 2015 F-150. Try one out for yourself. Go online to NorthlandFord.com. Then visit your local Northland Ford dealer for a test drive today. With the success of the Case IH Tiger Quad Track and Magnum Road Track tractors, it's no secret why Case IH is the leader of the track. So it wasn't surprising when the competition started imitating us. But only Case IH offers a five-axle design to give you a smoother ride and more power to the ground with less burning and compaction. Still, we're flattered. In fact, if we weren't already red, we'd be blushing. To learn more, visit caseih.com slash tracks. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Final segment of the Paul Molitor Show. Reminder, we got Inside Twins coming up a little bit later on. That's just after 1. one thirty is our pregame lineup card. Just after 2, final game of the 2015 season. Paul, your first year uh, nearly in the books as manager. And uh, you've been with the Twins a long time. And a lot of the talk uh, during the process was you were ready to manage. You wanted to make sure you were in the right place with your family. It's been wonderful the way your family's become part of our show every week yeah. and, and into your life at the ballpark. But what does the start of the offseason mean now for the Molitors? And how has that gone in terms of balancing your family with uh, your passion and your job here? 
I think the longer you're on the game, and Jack can attest to that, you, you try to always strike a balance. It's a lot more challenging when you get down the stretch and uh, you you become fairly consumed by your job, uh, whether you're at the park or you're at home. It's trying to find uh, things that you can do to hopefully give your team an edge to win the games they need to win. Uh, so you just try to integrate back into a normal life, which isn't the easiest thing to do. You transition and, you know, you get back into – uh, you know, being more involved with your kids' activities, whether it's school or extracurricular things. And um, I look forward to that. You know, baseball, you make a lot of sacrifices. You compact a lot into seven and a half, eight months, and then you have some time to uh, – you get a little payback in that you get more free time with your family. So you give an, it's a give and take, but it's always enjoyable. Uh, you know, I, it's, it's weird that, that we've had these games that you're imagining playoff scenarios and where you might go and all that, and all of a sudden, boom – the finality and the reality of that it's not going to happen. Uh, and then all of a sudden, tomorrow, you know, today it's going to end and, and you go back into uh, a different routine totally. Paul, uh, knowing you for quite some time, uh, your competitive nature, the, the type of person you are, I just uh, first of all want to thank you. Um, I, like Chris, uh, have to acknowledge the fact that you have been a pro as a player your whole life, but you are truly a pro as a manager and the way you handled the press I've talked to many people in the media across the country, and they've asked me a lot about you, and I said, he's the best. I've never seen a guy handle things so well, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Well, with that being said, yeah. <laughs> I also want to thank your wife yeah, yeah, right. for, for putting up with uh, with the baseball world. Well, and I know how difficult that can be, and uh, I know it's it's been a challenge, I'm sure, for her. But the kids are uh, seem to be doing just fine, well, and, and uh, you know, hopefully, there's a lot of years left. Jack, I, I appreciate that, and and uh, it does mean a lot to me that um, you know to have people at least uh, acknowledge that uh, you know for your first year of doing something new that you know you've been able to handle a lot of the things that have come with it. So uh, a lot of gratitude for that. Um, but you're right, um, the players, uh, staff, uh, myself, there's sacrifices to be made. And, uh, you know, I thank Destiny and, and, of course, my kids. But, um, you know, the outside fans going, well, how tough can it be? You're well compensated. You get to, you know, be around the game uh, in terms of that's your workplace. There certainly is a lot of perks. I've never mm -hmm. tried to forget how fortunate we are to be around the game of baseball. Uh, but, you know, people need to be acknowledged for the sacrifices they made. Well, we have been the beneficiaries, as have Twins fans and uh, and your ball club, and I know you guys got one more to play. Yeah. And I also know anybody who's been in this game knows that, again, you can't recapture a group. And today's your last full day with this particular group. We'll send you on down there so you can enjoy it with well, them because uh, you guys deserve that. Just, together. you know, in closing, uh, thanks, guys. It's It's been a lot of fun. It's been a, a really enjoyable season, as we talked about. And I do want to thank the fans here. Um, they've bought in. Uh, they've been tremendously supportive. They made this last weekend. Uh, a lot of our home stands have been tremendously enjoyable by uh, receiving their support. And, uh, you know, we, I'm not wanting to make promises and guarantees, but I'll tell you, we're going to come back and we'll be as hungry as ever. This is just a start. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank Go you, get Paul. them. That's Paul Molitor right, joining Thanks, us man. once again. Class Pro here on the Paul Molitor Show. Want to remind everybody uh, that if you missed any part of this program, you can find it uh, on twinsbaseball.com. And also coming up just after 1 o'clock inside Twins, just after 1.30 is going to be our pregame lineup card. And then the season finale will come up just a shade after 2 o'clock here today. Every game across baseball starting at the exact same time today. So for Paul Molitor, Jack Morris, Jackson, as always, it's been fun. We can find you wandering the uh, 
uh, the, the the playoffs for I get, MLB. I still get to hang around that that great time of year, postseason baseball. No, oh, man, well, you're dressed for it. So for the best-dressed <laughs> guy in our group, Jack Morris, for Hall of Famer Paul Molitor, I'm Chris Atterbury, and for everybody on the other side of the glass, saying thank you for being with us all year long and so long on your home for Twins Baseball. been a presentation of the treasure island baseball network hey rob bradford here you guys know i'm always up for a good mvp story and one of the best stories is wasabi technology wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams including 20 major league baseball teams like the red Sox and nhl teams like the bruins and vancouver canucks even the liverpool football club is getting in on the wasabi action so why is wasabi the mvp well wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the amazon's of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.